Welcome to True Health Live, your favorite public health podcast. We are live on YouTube, Facebook, and audio on your favorite podcast platforms. If you're interested in public health, then this is the space for you. And we're live. Greetings, and it is good evening now. <laughs> good evening. Uh, welcome to True Health Live. We have our first broadcast on LinkedIn. We are at our 30th recording, so that's really exciting um, and for us. And as you know, I am Deidre Sully, also Yafe, and I'm joined by my co-host, Yakira Eden, and we have a guest host today, uh, Mr. Lane Raspberry. And Mr. Raspberry, um, no P, Mr. Raspberry joins us as a Wikimedia in residence at the School of Data Science at the University of Virginia. And we are going to be talking about some really important things, you know, and that's how we look at health information online. You know, how does what we search when we're, when maybe when we get a diagnosis from the doctor, or maybe we need to look up a, a particular study, how does what we search end up in front of our faces? I think we all know that word, that A word algorithm, but there are people, um, you know, not just bots, but there are also people behind how that happens. So Lane is going to kind of take us through some of that and, you know, let us know like what he does and how that affects what we see when we put in our search in the Googles. So Lane, tell us a little bit about what you do as a data scientist and Wikimedian. I guess maybe explain what a Wikimedian is. Uh, Thanks for having me. So I'm at a university, a very conventional university. Many universities are teaching classes in data science. This is a, a fairly new field of research. And what data science means is that, like you were saying, it has to do with bots, but every bot is operated by a human. And there's a lot of human judgments that goes into this. Never think that the bots are unbiased or can make decisions by themselves. So when there's large data sets, like, for example, someone searching for information online, uh, a human can't sort that out. We can't just use librarians to present all this information every time someone makes a search. We're past those days. Uh, We use a mix of librarians operating bots and just humans making decisions to present what what people find. Now, there's companies like Google. They're running search and they're doing magic. They have computation. They have resources that a university would never have. I I work with Wikipedia. So I'm at a university, but I I work with Wikipedia. And Wikipedia uses automation also. And it, it is a rather big website. But there's different ways where humans are editing Wikipedia, uh, using search in in all kinds of ways and using algorithms in all kinds of ways to make sure that people present better information. So the Wikipedia that everyone's familiar with, uh, it's an encyclopedia, a general reference resource. It's got a lot of health articles, for example, and it's human, mostly volunteers who are editing this content. Uh, these volunteers, they go out into the world, they find sources, they, they put them into Wikipedia. There's something else that's happening, something that's new that many people haven't caught up with on Wikipedia. There's something called Wikidata. So uh, associated with the Wikipedia that, that humans read, there's a collection of structured data that supports Wikipedia. It's intimately, intimately connected. It's in the same platform. But it's structuring the data in, in Wikipedia and it's changing how people find different information elsewhere. So the major search engines like Google, they do index Wikipedia and present that, but all kinds of other researchers, not just Google, but university research as well, they do things with the data sets in, in Wikidata. They use that for other purposes. And the, the point of all of this 
is to help somebody better find information that they're looking for and make information circulate more freely when, when people need it. Uh, I have a question. Sure, of course, I'm sure you do. How, so you're at the university, you're at UVA. Yes, yes. Are there other Wikimedians in residence or Wikimedians and, and um, I don't know, would it be fair to say content creators or is it different? You can say you can say content creators. That's, that's the best analogy for what I do. So if you imagine my relationship with Wikipedia, so there's YouTube, and on YouTube there's YouTubers, and the people, the YouTubers on YouTube, they're not employed by YouTube. Anyone is a content creator; they can just post their own content. Okay. And there's at the at the university, every university, they employ somebody to manage a Twitter account, manage social media accounts. And those are kind of content creators. Those people are not employed by Twitter. The university has to employ their own social media professional to post to Twitter. And you could say that I'm the person who manages Wikipedia content at my university. I'm not employed by Wikipedia. I'm a social media content creator. It just happens that Wikipedia better aligns itself with academic research than Twitter. So the person who's doing Twitter for the university, they only do communications. They're not necessarily associated with people's research. And it just happens that Wikipedia has got a lot of information that researchers at the university might want. There are other people like me, but being a professional Wikipedian, it's still much, much less common than being a, a social media professional. Right. Go ahead. Oh, sure. Thank you. We probably you. have same questions. <laughs> so can you tell us a little bit about how you prepare information or how or how you verify um, information that is shared. Yeah. Sure. So uh, I happen to be, I, I do it with a community. That's one answer. So there's a group of people who talk over social and ethical issues, quality issues, and it's actually multiple communities. So one of the community, there's a community in Wikipedia and these communities in Wikipedia, they're called wiki projects. There's a wiki project for every subject you can think of. Think of. So there's wiki projects for sports Wiki projects for literature, academic subjects, history, economics, whatever whatever you may may think of, professional wiki projects. So there's wiki projects for law, and the one that governs health and medicine is wiki project medicine. So one answer to your question: How does anyone decide what to do? You talk with the people at wiki project medicine, and you ask them what what level of quality and fact checking do we want in Wikipedia? We have to be reasonable. And we have to match the content to the audience because if you're too precise, then it's good for doctors, but then typical people can't read it. So you have to lower the precision to try to match the readership of Wikipedia. But then I, I collaborate with other communities. So, for example, I, I do work with health communication experts, typically on the academic journal side of things. So we ask people who, who publish scholarly research, what do you think is appropriate for Wikipedia? and then get their information. And then a, a third group that we work with from time to time is we get public health professionals. So these are people, typically they have the, the simplest messaging because they're trying to reach the broadest audience. And often they don't drop citations and links to the medical and academic research. So they're not sharing all the information, but they do identify what are the most important health messages we need to get out to the most people. And, and that's why you need public health communication professionals. So we get multiple perspectives from, from all the people that you might expect would have a stake in health communication. So how, how is it determined? Like, 
So let's say Lane Raspberry is submitting an entry or or yeah. contributing to a Wikipedia article or page. Yes. It's what you find um, I don't, more important or or the piece that gets accepted or put in versus a Wikimedian somewhere else who's another volunteer or content creator. Sure. Let me let me say something about the Wikipedia editorial process. So Wikipedia has been around since 2001, ancient in Internet terms. Right. But the fundamentals were in place from the beginning and the philosophy of Wikipedia has not changed in all that time. Uh, Wikipedia is a, a general reference encyclopedia and anyone can edit it. So if I were to add content to Wikipedia, 30 seconds later, somebody else could remove it if they wish to do that. Anyone can edit any Wikipedia article at any time. That's not to say that Wikipedia is an anarchy. That doesn't mean that anyone can go in and there's no rules to things. There are, in fact, rules. Wikipedia is also not a democracy. People don't vote on these things. So we have we have processes in place. And when, when I add things, uh, because Wikipedia is digitally native, it's a computer platform. And anytime someone edits a health article, the the robot sends out alerts to other people to double check everything that's done. Okay, I'm going to briefly explain the quality control process on Wikipedia. So this is how it goes. This is how you vet out somebody who's who's fooling around versus somebody who's doing what they're supposed to be doing. Anytime someone adds a sentence or a claim to Wikipedia, that's not supposed to be information out of their head. That's not supposed to be a personal opinion. We don't know who these people are. So the way that we do quality control in Wikipedia is with fact-checking to reliable sources that people cite. There's different standards in different fields. So, for example, if you're editing Wikipedia articles about celebrities, their biographies, then in those circumstances, it's okay to cite tabloids. But if if you're dealing with medical information, we have standards for what reliable sources are. And the highest standard we have are peer reviewed academic publications, systematic reviews. That's really what we're looking at. Right. Some cases will make exceptions. Like during the COVID pandemic, we didn't always have peer reviewed publications to cite. And in those cases, we would look to expert organizations and pull out their public health messaging. Sometimes they couldn't back that entirely with research. Uh-huh. If it was coming from an expert organization, there, there's there's times when we make exceptions, but the, the standard is always what is the most recent medical research that has reviewed many other papers and, and has consensus from all the medical professionals. That's that's what we want to cite. Right. And if enough content gets gets into Wikipedia, then if somebody were to remove it immediately, uh-huh. then people who don't know what's what's going on or don't understand the medicine, what they're going to say is, I'm going to put that back. Because I see that somebody cited a reputable journal. And even though I don't know this field and even though I don't know this journal, I can see that this is peer reviewed, systematic review. And that's the kind of thing we want in Wikipedia. And if somebody's going to remove that, they better have an explanation. And if they don't have an explanation, we're going to put it back until someone talks through why they're removing this content. Right. So that's, that's the basic editorial process. Could you tell us a bit about how someone would, you know, take the opportunity to get into the field of Wikimedia, um, whether it's, you know, taking a lead role as you are, or even, you know, starting out perhaps as one of the people that you describe who are working with and, you know, do perhaps it's not just the fact checking, but if you can share a bit about how someone would get into this career path. 
I can I can tell you a bit about my career path, but I I wouldn't recommend this broadly to others. So if somebody l- likes the things that I'm doing and they actually want to get paid and have a stable career, I would recommend that you go into public health communication in different directions. You can go in social media, learn about Twitter, learn about YouTube. You can learn about website design. You can work with public health agencies and start learning simple English and plain language. Uh, how do you take technical concepts out of academic journals and learn to rewrite those for different audiences? So if you're speaking, there, there's different levels of, of plain English. Do you want a fourth grade level for native English speakers? Do you want something that's a little more precise? You're going to drop some technical terms from time to time. And under what circumstances do you do that? And how do you manage technical language that not everyone's going to, going to be familiar with? Do you want to speak to more diverse audiences? Do you want to speak with non-native English speakers instead of native English speakers? Because you're you're publishing online. And if you're going to publish to a website or to Twitter, all kinds of people are going to read it. And you need to learn these things. So if, if somebody's interested in what I'm doing, I would say, please don't start with Wikipedia. There's other skill sets that you can develop in communication and, and basic social media management. And if you learn those things and then you're interested in Wikipedia, then uh, wherever you get your job, you can say, I, I can do all these things. Plus, also, I have some Wikipedia skills and maybe incorporate a part time Wikipedia engagement program into your broader job that's publishing in many places. I have a follow-up question. This is so interesting. So, um, so let's say someone, so, so we came from the perspective of, you know, doing this as a career, but if I um, am a small business owner and I want to establish my presence as an expert in a particular field. Yeah. Um, this is very well something that I could explore and take on and begin to um, just establish, you know, establish some some grounds by writing and presenting information, essentially. Yes. Okay, nice. I mean, it, it it could be done. It's it's nearly nearly unprecedented. Just about every expert in the field, where where they'll start to build their presence, where where the 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 easiest win is is developing a social media presence, and that means the basics. Do you have a Twitter account? Uh, what does your LinkedIn look like? Do you have your own website? And maybe you could do something like set up a YouTube channel and start interviewing people. They, people look for these kinds of things as well. Uh, for for Wikipedia. Um, it's it's just a bit of a, a longer learning curve than than any of those things, uh, and and I'll tell you why briefly. So the reason why is uh, YouTube. It comes from Google. Google is a multi billion dollar entity. Twitter. They're not quite that rich, but they are very very well established. LinkedIn. It's associated with Microsoft. They've got good software developers. This is the truth. Wikipedia is a nonprofit project. There is not a big corporation behind it. And I'm, I'm telling you truly, Wikipedia is software from the 1990s. It is unfamiliar to many people. And if you really want to learn some of this, you can. But it's unlike any experience that anyone has in other websites that are backed by a corporation. It's a bit clunkier. And you see a lot more code on the screen than at Wikipedia. And that's one of the reasons why fewer people engage with Wikipedia than these other platforms. Yeah. I see. Thank you. I think once, because I've seen, so this is not necessarily regarding health information, but just in general how Wikipedia works. Like, And this is why this is so important, because it's like, I think we've all had that experience where 
we researched something and, and found like a shocking Wikipedia article and then found that it wasn't true. Like I've seen, like they killed whole celebrities on Wikipedia, you know, and it, they had the obituary and everything. And it's like, what? And I think once I tried, I was like, well, you know, how can you contribute to something if you, you found information and you, you, you know, you're ready to cite it. And you're right. I, when I went in, it was like so not user friendly. <laughs> like it wasn't, it was, it was like, I'm just looking for radio buttons and drop down boxes. Like I'll type in what I want to type. But then after that, just ask me the questions and I can select yes or no. And it is very archaic with how people get entered. Like, you know, why haven't they shifted that? Yeah. Why haven't they shifted that? Uh, it's it's very expensive. So that's the, the, sim- the simplest reason why. Also, uh, the, the nature of Wikipedia, part of its success is the philosophy of sharing information for free without advertising, being independent of corporations. And when you do these kind of things, you just don't have much of a revenue stream. Right. So not only is Wikipedia under, underdeveloped, but also it, it doesn't have so much income coming in to improve this, these kinds of software. Also, part of the philosophy of Wikipedia is so many websites uh, depending on what what country you're in, you get a different experience in the website. It's it's targeted to you by country. Websites also spy on you in many other ways. They come to know your 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 age, your demographic, uh, how how much money you make in in some some roundabout way. They're selling advertising advertisements to you, and they're tracking you in different ways to sell your data to to other people. Wikipedia doesn't do any of these things. If you go to a Wikipedia article, no matter what country you're in or no matter who you are, you see the same Wikipedia article as ever, everyone else in the world. So it doesn't change depending on who you are or, or where you are. And for these reasons, uh, Wikipedia is not attractive to the kind of companies and marketers that want to target people with advertising or influence them in particular ways. Wikipedia is not for sale. It's not for, for influence by marketers. And because of this, it's not as if Wikipedia is competing with other people trying to prevent present this kind of encyclopedia. Part of the reason why Wikipedia has been successful is that there's nobody else that would conceivably fund this kind of project. Like there's no one trying to share general reference information with no advertising because there's, there's no money in this. Uh, so that's one of the reasons why Wikipedia can survive with low technology and still be very popular among many people because it, it, it's like a public park. And yeah. Nobody makes money on the public park. Everyone enjoys it, but you, you don't make money off of it. Yeah. So that made me think of a, another question um, regarding like how it's used, like all of the, the different, excuse all the different uh-huh. um, how everybody uses Wikipedia. So I'm going to use that like, to move into like the algorithm. How is it, you know, what you do as a data scientist, like as yeah. your, like how do, um, you know, how does that influence what comes up first? Because I don't know about anyone else. Like I, anytime I look up anything regarding like, of, of course, history, but even if it's a health article, the first, um, and we know there's, you know, SEO, which is search engine optimization, you know, all of that. Um, Wikipedia is the first option. 
almost 99 out of 100 times, Wikipedia is always the first option. So yeah. can you talk us through like how that works and how that happens and how we can, you know, maybe we don't want to use Wikipedia. Maybe we're looking specifically for, you know, an article that was, you know, written or, you know, a scholarly article or a news article, you know, and how you would, you know, um, in, uh, help people kind of move through that, like not getting stuck in that one, in that first option. Yeah. So there's there's no promises with Wikipedia because Wikipedia does not have a relationship with the search engines or it's not a public public relationship or it's not a very well understood relationship. I can I can tell you. So Wikipedia was established in, in 2001, as I mentioned. Google was established in 1999. So two years before Wikipedia. And even in 2001, within months of Wikipedia coming to existence, if there was a Wikipedia article for a topic and then someone was searching for that topic in Google, then Google would preferentially put the Wikipedia article at the top of the Google search results. There's nobody at Google that entered a partnership with Wikipedia or made any kind of commitment to say that Google is going to give people Wikipedia articles when they exist. However, it's been more than 20 years and consistently every year, Google has been delivering Wikipedia articles to people when there's a Wikipedia article that exists for what people are searching for. And not only Google, uh, other search engines as well, Bing, DuckDuckGo, and things that people don't even know are a search engine. If you, talk, if you have an iPhone and you're talking with Siri and you ask Siri a question, Siri doesn't tell you where she's getting her information. But if that information is available in a Wikipedia article, she will read you the Wikipedia article or, or send you data out of that Wikipedia article. Mm -hmm. Amazon runs a service called Alexa. And oh my gosh, you're going to activate her. She's nosy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, don't say it. She's all in Wikipedia as well. Yes. yes. So, it's a so, okay. so the, the, the reason for this is that part of Wikipedia's philosophy is being free and open. So anyone can do whatever they want with the text in it, the images in it, the, the data from it. And so if you have developers who are putting together a search engine, they can either pay a company a lot of money to license data and content, or they can just pull it out for free from Wikipedia. Right. And since Wikipedia is high enough quality and it's got that, that good price point free, then there's, there's so many search engines that preferentially point to Wikipedia. What this means for people, so what, what if you want other, other options, not, not Wikipedia? Well, you're just going, the, the typical user, all kinds of people preferentially just take what's, whatever's first. Like the, the first page of a, of a search engine results page, that's, that's the most popular page by, by far. There's very few people that click the page to. If somebody's more savvy or they're looking for a particular kind of information, they might go on to page two. But if you're, if you're thinking about this enough to think maybe I'd, I'd go on to page two, then you can think about this enough to think what kind of information do I really want and where are the sources for this? Mm -hmm. so the person who wants to read, who's thinking of a, a medical topic and then they want more particular medical information, I, I would say familiarize yourself with the major uh, public health communication websites. So like uh, Centers for Disease Control, or you can look look at the UK and look for their National Health Service website. You can look at the World Health Organization's website. So those I, I would not call scientifically robust, but they're designed to communicate health issues and they are backed by some science. 
And then if you actually want the science for medicine, there, there's no place else to go. You've got to go in the, the academic journals and they're indexed in PubMed. So you have to learn how to do a search within PubMed run by the National Institutes of Health, the U.S. government. Mm-hmm. Right. So I know we've been speaking a lot about Wikipedia and articles in particular, but I know that there is an actual Wikimedia component and there are projects that fall under that. Could you speak a little, could you share a bit about what those projects are and how um, those are, you know, how those resources are made available to the public? Because they go a bit deeper than just articles. They do, they do yeah. So Wikipedia is the, the familiar general reference encyclopedia. This is what people read. And Wikipedia is part of an ecosystem of, of different projects. So there's a community of people who are developing Wikipedia. There's related communities. These, these all interact. So it's it's one major website that points to other parts of the website in, in a web or a network. I'll, I'll say one of the points. Uh, one of the points I mentioned already, Wikidata. So Wikidata is converting the facts in Wikipedia to structured data. And the, the point of Wikidata is so that robots can read it. Uh, Wikipedia is for humans to read, and Wikidata is for robots to read. So by and by, as we're converting these things, if we're expecting a robot to come into the website, take information, and deliver it some somewhere else, and people try to convert that to structured data in Wikidata to make it the, as easy as possible for the robot to read. Something that that's more familiar and easier to explain is the Wikimedia Commons which is the non-text media repository. Supposing, so images, for example. Supposing we have a picture of a skin condition and it's possible to look at that and say, okay, this person's got a skin condition. We want that as an illustration in the Wikipedia article for that condition. And Wikipedia exists in multiple languages. Uh, there's about 100, 100 languages that are very well developed. And if you have this skin condition and you're in the United States versus Argentina versus India or wherever else, you might read this content in different languages. But the skin condition could be the same. You could show the same 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 images across languages. And if you're t- talking about things like medical procedures, you could show the medical devices or the uh, Image, medical imaging equipment or, or whatever the case may be, that translates very well. So people will curate these images, means you've got to either get a photographer, sort out the licensing, decide whether you want to crop the photo. And the people who can do photo manipulation, they don't necessarily need the skill set for editing encyclopedia articles. Maybe they only care about manipulating photos or collecting photos. So you have this photo curation community and then the article editing community. And when a Wikipedia editor of the text needs a photo. They go to the photo community and say, hey, guys, can you work with me? I'm trying to find a photo to illustrate this article. What can you give me? And then they'll provide something. And other things that can happen, people could say, uh, we'd, like, we'd like people, we'd like photos from our community. So if you have hospitals in the United States, they may look different than hospitals in South America or Africa or South Asia or East Asia. And so... People want to see content that's locally relevant to them. And so we, we need these different different images to explain what's different about medical care in different places. There is some variation from one, one place to another. And so the photo curation, it's not trivial. You, you can't just label something by the condition. You need 
geographical data and time data because things change over time and, and these other kinds of library cataloging identifiers for what photos are appropriate for what time and place. Wikimedia projects, photos, data, and the encyclopedia. Okay. Yeah. That's really interesting. <laughs> um, there was another question that I had. Sure, regarding, sure. Regarding, um, I think it, it, it kind of goes back to who's, who's putting, it, it goes back to the idea of who's putting, right? So yeah. it comes to, like, you know, you said if there is something that you're really looking for, because I have ended up on the fourth zero, the fourth O. Oh, in Google, you know, down at the bottom, because I'm like, yeah. and then after the fifth, oh, it's like, all right, maybe change the, the search term to something, because whatever you're looking for is not coming up. Yeah. Um, if you're going to the CDC, yes, health organization, yes. they also have Wikipedia pages. So yeah. managing that. Typically, typically not them. So you, you might be surprised. There's a lot of organizations. CDC goes through many billions of dollars a year. It's a very large organization. They definitely have people managing their social media accounts. Yes. There are a couple of people at the CDC who are employed to do Wikipedia, but it's, it's not as many as you would expect. And they're not, they're not managing the Wikipedia article for the CDC. It's such a massive organization. They're doing so much research in so many areas. I, I wouldn't say the Wikipedia article about the organization does it justice. I'm at the University of Virginia. Uh, I do not edit the Wikipedia article for the University of Virginia. So I, I don't do marketing. I don't do branding. I'm not e editing the biographies of scientists. I'm taking research knowledge from the university and putting it into Wikipedia. And it's not always obvious that that ever came from my university. So we're not getting a marketing kick out of this. It's really just about share, sharing knowledge uh, that, that researchers want to distribute. You can't get, get money out of this. You can't get links back or these kinds of things. Mm -hmm. And it, it's, it's the same way with CDC. It, it happens for a few reasons. One, Wikipedia doesn't encourage this behavior. In fact, we discourage marketing and branding. Right. We tell organizations, you're welcome to share your knowledge, but we really don't want you promoting yourself in your own article. And so the, the stand that a lot of organizations have take, taken is that they don't, they just don't touch their articles at all. They just say, ignore it. If you want to know about us, you come to our own website. There, there's other things you could ask, like who's who's editing Wikipedia articles at all? It's very hit or miss. So in, in CDC, if, if for those departments, and there's many departments in CDC, there's so many things that you could say about public health. And the departments that contribute to Wikipedia or the departments that for whatever reason have people who feel like contributing to Wikipedia. Like, that might <laughs> be obvious to you, but like there's parts of CDC that have YouTube channels and certain con content gets, gets published on YouTube. But if you don't have someone who wants to get on the camera and talk, then what do you know? There's not going to be any YouTube videos. Right. There's, there's these kinds of biases all the time. And it's, it's not evident where they're going to appear or who's going to be represented. We can start to track who's being represented I guess the most clear bias I could say is if you've got more money, you're more likely to be represented. But, you know, we could get more subtle than that about who, who gets represented in Wikipedia and who doesn't. 
and who doesn't. Yeah, that's something interesting to even talk about. Like, what is the demographic of Wikimedians? Like, you know, I think like as we were prepping for this, I was looking like, okay, well, where are the melanated Wikimedians? Like, are there any, you know, people who are, who identify as Black, American, or African, or, you know, people from other countries who just are melanin dominant? And there's not that many. Um, can You're you talk correct. about that? Yeah, I can, yeah I, can, I can speak to that. So the, so this, this has been a, a heavy discussion for as long as, as long as we've had money. I can say that much. Uh, and as we're dividing up resources, people are talking about, we, Wikipedia does a donation drive. People are asked, can you donate to Wikipedia? This money comes, comes into a pool. And the idea is that the community negotiates to, to send that money out in different, different directions. And when we have biases, and I'm not, I don't have all the data and I, I can't say it, but what I would like to say is if, if, if we do have a deficiency in a demographic, then that's the way it is. But we correct that by sending money to that demographic. And everybody in the wiki community wants underserved communities and underrepresented communities to be overrepresented in receiving money. So that's the, the general plan for fixing these kinds of things. Wikipedia started in the United States. The demographics that we have right now, 90% male among editors. 90% male. That's that's one thing. Heavily represented in the Western world. Um, I don't know the proportion, but throw out a number. Uh, 60, 70%? Mm-hmm. We don't have to. Just... English, English language is heavy. Mm-hmm. And just about every editor that is connected to the international community like if you're if you're joining the global conversation about who gets money, how are we going to correct the problems? What do we do for quality control? How do we manage the governance of of the Wikimedia movement? Mm-hmm. They they do this through English language. That is, um, some people do it through French. Like there's many many people in Africa that don't speak English. They negotiate with the French community. But if you're negotiating with the French community, you go through the country of France and you go through Montreal. And you go through the other countries in, in, in Africa, the former colonies. So I don't speak French. I know that this, this community exists. I know that there's hundreds of people engaged in French language governance decisions. And let me clarify. So the, the, the user base of Wikipedia is also writing the rules for Wikipedia. There's no leader or authority or owner of Wikipedia who's telling everybody what to do. It's the users negotiating among each other for what the what the standard should be. We've poured money for, like I said, about 10 years into trying to correct minority underrepresentation. And I'll just give the opinion that even giving money hasn't solved the problem. Perhaps more money would solve the problem or perhaps we need to do something different. I'm not sure what the case is. but there's grants available. And if you know interested health communities, they can always apply for grants through the Wikimedia grants process. And there's a lot of favoritism and preference given to more modest, lower quality proposals from less prepared people if they're in an underrepresented community. So anyone in South America, anyone in Africa, anyone in Central Asia, when they apply, if, if they can make a modest proposal to do something, then it's very easy for them to get 
five or ten thousand dollars with almost no credentials. If they do good with that money, let's step mm-hmm. it up to twenty, thirty thousand dollars. If you can show your receipts and, and have a little outcome with that thirty thousand dollars, let's get you up to a hundred thousand dollars a year and start funding you. So mm-hmm. that's that's the direction that the community is going in. So you know, this was this is really, really um exciting and informative i think those are the like the two and and i yeah it's like really exciting yes um because you know when i think about true health live and you know what the the focus and mission is we're always interested in making sure that um folks are informed about how they should move forward um and we speak so much about research and advocating for oneself and sharing information and so i think what i'm hearing you share you know from one perspective is number one the information that's made available through wikipedia uh to some degree is reliable in that you can look at the references and you know and do your own research and fact checking before just taking the article blindly. So that's one piece. So you've offered some tools as to how to dig a bit deeper. Mm-hmm. Also, um, even appreciating the fact that it is such an open system really speaks to the value um, in in number one, contributing to, but also finding ways to um, contributing financially, but also contributing by way of ensuring that information for those of us that are experts in a particular field, that we're sharing information there because that's a great way to get it to get it to more people, right? And and the, I like that it encourages it, you know, each process owner to not self-promote because then it just really reinforces the mission. Um, And to some degree, you can even appreciate why Wikipedia is publicly vilified, right? It's, it's precisely not (laughs) what big business wants us to be all about. Right. So I guess that's what I'm saying. It's like informative and exciting because I'm learning so much about how, different yet large Wikipedia is and how firmly it stands on its mission. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just want to say like Naya in the chat, she said she saw a message on uh, Wikipedia today asking for donations and we see them periodically. And now I feel really bad. Sometimes we're like exiting out and like, I'm looking for something, you know, and I try to like move fast. But I think, you know, one thing that I think um, based on what you said, it made, it made me, it reminds me of like the idea of community. Everyone is contributing so that we all get something back. And so that being said, I think like a, a good way to contribute, you know, even if it's like, okay, well, I don't have it right now. And I'm talking not to myself, but to everyone. It's like, if you are a public health expert or any kind of expert in your field and you have information, like then contribute. That's, you know, reciprocity. If you're pulling information off platform and you have the wherewithal and the knowledge right knowledge wisdom and understanding to be able to put something back in there then do it and especially if you're melanin dominant because as we heard today there's not many people that look you know like me or like you precious that are doing this and i'm gonna thank you lane for even you know sharing that you know especially like with the the grants because i'm like you know so what does that even like, so like, can, do you have an idea of like an example of what a Wikipedia grant looks like? Like, what are the deliverables? 
Sure. Um, I, I've, I've helped a lot of people write grants. I'm, I'm, I'm a Wiki community organizer besides these things. Uh, my funding is, is not from the Wikimedia Foundation, but I've supported other people in getting the, these fundings in. I, I do grant writing at my university, so I, I can't speak to this. First, I'm going to say something about Wikipedia donations. They do ask for money. I'm, you're, here, you're hearing this from me. I'll, I'll just tell you. So if, if you give this money, if you give $3 to Wikipedia, then that money goes to the Wikimedia Foundation, and then by and by, it, it goes back down to community. And where... The, the money always starts is getting people to sit down and talk with each other, buying coffee for people. So if you don't exactly have money to donate for Wikipedia, here's how you can donate. Buy a cup of coffee for your own friend who's going to sit with you in person in your own community and talk about what whatever is important to you, whether that's health information or anything else. And if you want to make that Wikipedia related, look at a Wikipedia article together and ask yourself the question, what is important to me that's not in this Wikipedia article? And start to think about what is the bias in media against you, you and your, you and your demographic. So if we're looking at health information, like I said, the, the, the content in Wikipedia, it kind of follows money elsewhere mm-hmm. and where the money is in health is in the pharma industry. So a lot of Wikipedia articles, they're biased to present drug based solutions and uh, medicalized solutions for everything. So any Wikipedia article, they're, they're not presenting a nursing perspective. They're not presenting a counseling or mental health perspective because there's no no money in that. Uh, they're, they're not presenting a fitness or nutrition or exercise or physical therapy perspective because, again, there's no way to, to, to mass market physical therapy and gen- general health in, the, in these kinds of ways. And so every Wikipedia article that you look at, there's serious deficiencies in it about who's not represented. And another kind of deficiency this this is this is a heck of a problem. But if you take any any medical condition that you want want to talk about, or even any drug or any procedure, we have one Wikipedia article for that. But if you consider a medical condition globally versus a medical condition locally, often if you if you just look at it by country, there's di- very different ways of treating or experiencing medical conditions. And whereas in in one country, maybe you need a, a drug intervention for another country. Maybe there's something else about the condition where you could use a lot lighter in, intervention, change something about your diet or change something about your fitness. Wikipedia does does not represent that at all. Now to fix that, we could change things like diet. We, we have an article called diabetes, but what if you change that to diabetes in the United States versus uh, diabetes in Mexico versus diabetes in, in, in India, it would be a, a different article. And currently we don't have, enough editors to maintain one article for every country for every disease. You're multiplying everything by a couple of hundred. But that that's one of the biases in Wikipedia. And you're not necessarily getting the information that you need for your own community. Now ab- about these grants, if if there's a community that can actually get a few people together, meaning like three to five who are in alignment with each other and say, hey, we're looking at this Wikipedia content. And we want to have conversations with each other to correct it or address it for our community. You can do this in English language. You can do this in any language that you want to. Like I said, priority goes, the the people go to the front front of the line if they're from a minority or underserved community. And also if they're from from an underserved language. You You can totally do this with English. You can totally do this in the United States. Like it's available. But just we are looking at the at the global picture for this. And 
what the grants process is going to ask is what what do you what are you guys looking? How many people do you have on your team? Can you start modestly and propose a pilot that you want to do? And we start the grants at, at two thousand dollars. If anyone asks two thousand dollars and they have an, an okay idea, they're quite welcome to come into Wikipedia. You're you're almost certain to get that money because any anyone who has that kind of idea wants that money. It's not what what the point of giving away two thousand dollars is to see. Are you really interested in developing Wikipedia content and do you have the capacity to do this? And if, if anyone can get $2,000 and they do okay, then you're immediately el- eligible for more money to do more things. In, in the United States, you were asking about Af- African diaspora. We have a few groups that, that do this. So there's a group called Afro Crowd. They mostly do cultural interventions. They do some, some health interventions and they're dealing with the, the African diaspora more broadly. This is kind of problem problematic because if you're if you're African American versus Afro Caribbean versus an immigrant from Africa, there's nothing nothing in common. Like so, so many differences between the different communities. But such as it is, people want one entry point, and Africa's the entry point. There's there's another group that deals with African Americans specifically. It's called Black Lunch Table, and again, it's this idea of people getting getting together, eating lunch, talking about what your problems are. Uh, they apply for grants. They they support people with getting grants. More specifically, there's regional African groups. There's um, it's called Wiki Wiki Carry uh, Caribbean. Uh, so for for anyone who's associated with one of the islands, whether you're from there or you're uh, living in the United States these days, but have some some heritage there, some some awareness of this, they support people in applying for grants. And then Wiki communities for just about every country in the world where the communities try to support people. I'm not going to say these are the most developed. They're not the most. These are peer-to-peer support communities. So don't expect secretaries to get back to you in a lot of administrative structure. But such as it is, they're, they're supportive communities and they, they want to help people get connected to resources, including actual grant money, to do these kinds of things in alignment with the Wikipedia mission. So if I was just a regular Joe Schmo and I listened to, or Jane Schmo, and I listened to this episode of True Health Live and I didn't know where to find, you know, Black Lunch Table or Afro Carry, no. what would I do? Like, what are the simple steps that I would have to take to apply to like find the grant applications and then apply? Something different about Wikipedia as compared to other websites is that you can talk to what you could say customer service. There actually is no customer service. We don't have staff that are answering questions, but we do have a community. So you can go absolutely anywhere on Wikipedia. You can be completely clueless. You can go to the Wikipedia article for the president and then click edit. Don't do this and just say, help me. I'm trying to find something like right in the middle of the article. Don't do that. It's, It's vandalism. But if you were to do that, then someone would very politely say, you're in the wrong place, but let me guide you and direct you. Actually, what you need to do is look for help on Wikipedia and then ask a question in the help forum. You do not need, there's so many help forums. There's hundreds of them. You do not need to find the correct one. Ask him whichever one you find. Just briefly give a couple of sentences, say, I want to talk to somebody about such and such. They'll refer you to the appropriate health forum or help forum. Uh, there, there's there's humans on Wikipedia and you can do this in any language, like whatever, whatever, wherever and however and in whatever way you, you ask the question, somebody's going to help you. And then if you like if you wanted a path to grant funding and I'm not going to say start a grant funding, you should start with making your first edits in Wikipedia. But someone can you say, I'm interested in such and such a topic. How do I get started? 
you can read the tutorials and manuals, but I, I would say as, as soon as possible, start asking questions and get a human to help you with things. Because again, this isn't like other websites. It's a peer-to-peer support service. And the sooner you know how to ask questions and get get help from a real human, the easier your time's going to be. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Nyash. Nyash says, this is so interesting and informative. Thank you for sharing. I'm I'm also like, it's like I'm like sitting over here like, because I was not necessarily expecting like all this gold mine. I was like, we're just going to talk about like how people search for health information. We've gotten so much. So I have to say thank you so much for sharing, you know, your knowledge and, and providing that because it'll be, you know, able to help a lot of people. Um, I'm probably, you, you probably are now sitting with two new Wikimedia. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> like, Indeed. Right. <laughs> I'm going to be putting some things on Wikipedia. <laughs> But, you know, also just thinking about the value of going in and editing um, and updating um, just because we each have a, a we have a, a base of knowledge. And so if I go in and I look at articles on mental health or mental health or leadership, um, I have a particular perspective and I'll know, no, that's actually not accurate, um, which has happened. And so now it's like encouraging us to go in and make those changes and to contribute to the community in that way um, is just really impactful. Like, thank you. <laughs> yeah. That's the point of it. It's, it's, it's satisfying to me. Uh, I'm yeah. you find it appealing also. Yeah. The other part is like when you, I'm so glad that you shared about like the bias on like what um, solutions are offered. Like when it comes to health articles, they really guides people toward that allopathic or like pharmaceutical yeah. fact. And it's like, maybe, you know, certain communities, they're looking for, you know, what are like some of some herbal or homeopathic remedies. And so there's, and as you said, like, it's always like, it's where the money is, right? And so there's not necessarily a lot of money in um, more holistic research. You know, there are studies and there are people doing that, but it doesn't get the same amount of funding and endowments as like the lab and the science, you know, like the, the, the chemicals and the medicine. So like, if there's not a knowledge base out there, that's what needs to be added and included so that people can see like a well-rounded picture of all their options. Like we've been having conversations on multiple platforms about reproductive health for women and how, you know, uh, certain communities, especially when it comes to melanin dominant women, like they suffer from uh, sexual and reproductive health issues more than their counterparts from other ethnicities and their needs and 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 a lot of that issues because they weren't aware of what their options are when they're diagnosed something so if there's a way to like put all these you know this information especially if wikipedia is the first thing that comes up when you do a search they'll get that information right at the front door that's that's the idea that's a big part of the reason why i contribute to wikipedia because if nobody was reading this i might as well be putting it on my own website. But if you put it on your, the reason not to put it on your own website is because if you put content on your own website, then you have to also drive traffic to your website. Yeah. If you put the content on Wikipedia, you're making different compromises, but the big benefit that you get is distribution and dissemination Yeah. at the top of search engines for free. If you're sharing this kind of general, general interest information. Yeah. Thank you so much. Oh my goodness. Is there anything else? Like, um, cause I'm like, I got lost in some things. So is there anything else that, um, you, that maybe we didn't go over that you want to share regarding like looking up health information? I think we got, you know, you can apply for grants. 
um, the first thing that we should do is like start editing on Wikipedia. Um, and then, you know, you can look into, then look into the grants. So I guess in order, start editing, then you can look for grants, then like find a community that's, you know, maybe even able to help you apply for those grants. Um, if it, if you're interested in starting this, like refer to step one, start entering <laughs> information. Um, Here, I'll, I'll, I'll go through in order. So if somebody wants, if somebody's new to Wikipedia uh, and you want to edit health information or whatever kind of information you do. So uh, first, don't go to Wikipedia. You should go to the library or go to a reputable, reputable information source. And for, for whatever topic you care about, you know, whether this is a book or a research paper, whatever the case, find the best source of that information in the world that you can find. And when you when you have that source, pull a couple of facts out of it and think, I, I'd like to share these facts more broadly. And when you have your facts, then it's time to go to Wikipedia and find an article where you can put, if, if it's one sentence, that's fine. If you want to put a few sentences, that's a great start. Three sentences is a great start. And figure out, there's an edit button on the, on the Wikipedia article, figure out, click that edit button and figure out how to add one sentence and cite your source. Because that's the building block of Wikipedia, this match of a fact with a citation. Mm-hmm. Because if there's no citation, the wiki community can't do fact checking. They can't do quality control. So if you understand how to add one sentence and one citation to Wikipedia, then if you just do that 10 million times, you've got the whole encyclopedia. But that's like what you need to learn. This is how you add facts and encyclopedias. After you've done that, then step two should be go somewhere on Wikipedia and ask for help, like look for help and say, I've added a sentence and a fact in Wikipedia. Can somebody look at what I did and tell me if I've done it right? And you'll have this social exchange with that person. They'll verify. They'll give you some feedback about what you did. And then after, after you've done that, tell them more about what you're interested in, and they'll send you to a community. If you're interested in health, maybe you should go just say hello to the health community and look at what other people are talking about. Consider whether you want to join one of those conversations or collaborate to edit with somebody else. Or maybe you're using Wikipedia for recreation you do health, but maybe you really want to talk about music or movies or sp- sports or anything else. That's that's fine, too. You don't need to learn Wikipedia doing something that, that's complicated. If you're a health professional, maybe you want to do something else in your off time. And you, you go to one of these other communities and you, you edit for fun, fun and leisure. By, by and by, if you've done that, you've met a few people, you know something about, about Wikipedia, then you can th- come up with big ideas like, I care about this issue in the world. I want to make sure this issue is, is well represented in Wikipedia. Is there a community already doing this? No. Well, then maybe I'd like to apply for a grant. Maybe I'd like to collaborate with an existing community. Then these things come on the, on the table. Uh, if, if, I, if I had to say what kind of time commitment it is to come to be pretty familiar with Wikipedia, uh, I would say about 40 hours. And I would say it's the same kind of time commitment for getting familiar with YouTube. There's a lot of people, they think I'm going to be a YouTuber. I'm going to be a celebrity. It's not that easy. Like you got to spend some hours on that website before you know what's going on. And I would say for Twitter, YouTube, Wikipedia, all these websites, 40 hours is about your time commitment to get, get into this hobby and have some idea of what's going on. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Um, another question popped up in my head and it just like went uh, hmm. I see you are muted, so I'm gonna let you, so you go. <laughs> no, no, no. I just wanted to say thank you. I think that is was a comprehensive list and um, a 
as you said, a gold mine for anyone who wants, for us and anyone who comes back to listen to this particular mm-hmm. podcast and, and broadcast, indeed. Yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate you coming on. Um, so that is our show. Like, I don't know, I think that was, that was comprehensive. Um, yes. As usual, um, I will put Lane's information, if it's okay with him, I'll put Lane's information in the description box um, for the videos that are shared on uh, visual platforms like YouTube and LinkedIn and Facebook. Um, so if you have any questions, you can reach out to him directly. And sure. um, also, as usual, if you have any comments, questions, or you know thoughts about you know topics that you want to hear, you can email us at truehealthlive at gmail.com and we'll try to make it happen. So once again, thank you so much, Lane Raspberry, uh, Wikimedia in Resident at the School of Data Science at UVA. You were such, 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 such a wealth of information today, and I appreciate you coming on to share what you know. Um, give thanks, Emilia Cura Eden, Precious Stephanie, for joining us. And that is our show for today, and we will see you in the forward. Peace. Thank you. Peace. Thank you. Peace.